an NFL player who's there for the week of the Super Bowl festivities already get stabbed or something? What? <laughs> We're gonna I, thought, I don't know. Uh, Kenny, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. This is true, unless it's chlamydia. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ride the Pine podcast. I am Sean Sproat. That is Kenny Hudden and Adam Freeman. Welcome back for our 37th episode, guys. It is our official Super Bowl preview show. Can we actually say the SP? I don't think you can say Super Bowl. Oh, oh shit. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. God damn it, no Super Bowl. Game. <laughs> no big game. The, su- the like- NFL championship. <laughs> The, uh, we're, we're, we're a three-man crew, as you can see. Cameron could make it tonight. He's on dad duty. So where do you guys want to start? It, it's it's the big game. Where do you want to – Adam, you were just mentioning before we started recording what the line was. Do you want to go ahead and start there? Yeah, line currently is at one and a half. Kenny said it opened at one and a half for San, minus, San, minus one and a half for San Francisco. Uh, I looked at it earlier today when it was minus two and a half for San Francisco. So it just depends on where you get it. I use ESPN bet. Uh, I don't know how many people can. I can't legally do it here in the state of Missouri, which is great because we're a dumbass state. Um, but tight line on that one over under is kind of interesting at 47 and a half. Um, I would have thought it was a lot. I was expecting it to be a little bit higher. I was expecting closer to 50. Um, and then currently with the money line, San Francisco is minus 124 and Kansas City almost even at plus 104. So um, kind of, I mean, I guess it, it's about as close as you can really get it, which is probably how this game's going to be. As it should be. Hopefully, uh, I agree, yeah. I don't know if we got the two best teams. But I think we've got the most competitive matchup in a in a Super Bowl in handful of years. I'd say we probably do have the two best teams. You know, like I don't think Baltimore's offense is any better than Kansas City's, and I don't. It's definitely not better than Kansas City's. I don't think their defense is that much better than Kansas City's. So I think overall, when you probably match it together. I think that was the sound of Cameron screaming. He he felt you say that the Chiefs were the best team in the AFC. I mean, if we look at we look at just across the board all the the defensive stats, Kansas City Chiefs are just above the 49ers sitting at second in the league, 49ers are third. Yeah. Pretty dang close. The only team that had a better defense than if you if you average out all of the stats is were the Baltimore Ravens. Better defense in, than who? I, I missed I missed what you said there. So the Baltimore Ravens technically at one, the Kansas City Chiefs at two, San Francisco 49ers at three. Okay, gotcha. I mean, I would be concerned, though. I'm going to break out these stats that I was finally talking about there. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, though, so um, – Regular season opponents against the 49ers average 17 and a half points. Mm-hmm. There are two matchups in the playoffs. They've averaged 26. And they've come from behind on both of those games. I believe. Did, That's did sexy. Did they jump out in front? 
I feel like Green Bay was winning at one point. They were because I remember I picked Green Bay, so there was a point very early on in that game where I was elated because I thought I actually had a, cha- a shot to win that. Yes, game. yes. So I would be a little concerned if I was a 49ers fan just based on the defensive performance alone um, because I don't think either of the teams the 49ers played compare to the offense that the Chiefs possess. Some stats but the Chiefs still have to catch the football though, right? Yeah, but they okay. have this guy named Travis Kelsey who's been catching well, the ball here r- r- lately, and he averages actually more – Yards per game in the playoffs than any of the 49ers. You just put have. you put three guys on him. You put three guys on Rasheed Rice, and you rush the other five, and just let the other guys run wide open. He'll be fine. At least <sighs> this season, I would argue that the Detroit Lions had a better offense than the Kansas City Chiefs. You're out of your goddamn mind. At least this season. Yeah, I I would say this season the Lions had a better offense. I tell you what, though, you put Patrick Mahomes in a Lions uniform with those receivers. Oh my God, he, he blows away Kurt Warner. Yeah, Drew Brees type numbers. Hell, you give him, you give him the Lions offense and the Lions defense, and still probably undefeated. It it's funny you mentioned that, Adam. So um, I think all of us are f- fans of the Mazadcast. Um, Brendan's book came out this week, Res- Respectable Red uh, Roughnecks. Excuse me. And uh, that is actually one of Dan Devine's, like, defensive strategies. He's just going to rush six <laughs> and hope <laughs> that the other, that the, the pass rush is so relentless. I'm like, what a strategy. Like, nobody does that anymore. Like, just constantly. So That's what Spags did last week. That's all he did last week with Lamar Jackson. Or, I yeah. guess, well, two weeks ago, whatever it was, week this, and a half. He does it for a game. From the oh, sounds yeah. of it, Divine does it the whole season. Every day. I'm, 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 I'm 40 pages into the book, so we'll see. Fuck it, we're going to rush. In that, in that same vein, what's it going to take for the Chiefs to win this game? And then I'll ask the inverse. What's it going to take for the 49ers to win this game? What's like that one point that you're looking for? If I am the Chiefs, I – if I was a Chiefs fan – I would feel really good about another 100-yard performance and a touchdown from Travis Kelsey. I think for the Chiefs to win, their defense has to be better than their offense. And I know that kind of sounds cliche, but you have a – I would argue, and some of the numbers even show it right now, is that overall during the season – the Niners had a better offense than the Chiefs. You have to watch McCaffrey. You have Kittle. Uh, yeah, Kittle. And make sure I had the right tight end. Uh, Debo Samuel. You've got Purdy who can run. I mean, I think the Chiefs defense is going to have to come up big. It, it's going to be their biggest test by far. Out of every team they've played this year, this is the team that's going to give them fits. I think the Chiefs defense has to stand on their head for the Chiefs to be able to win. I I don't think they can win a shootout. I think if the Chiefs do exactly what they did the previous week against the Ravens, I think they win this game. I think if you get the ball into Travis Kelsey's hands in third and long or third and mid, and then you run the ball, I think you win this game. 
I think it's close, but I think that's that's the key. What what about the inverse? What what about for the 49ers? What's it going to take for them to win this game? Chaos. I like it. And, yeah. And 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 in, in all honesty, one thing, and when I say chaos, I almost mean like a controlled chaos. Like your defense has to to step up. Mahomes doesn't win games when they turn the ball over. And uh, got to pull up these stats. He hasn't really turned the ball over that much mm-hmm. um, in the postseason. Hold on, please, 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 please. He has no interceptions. He has only been sacked twice. You need to sack. Mahomes, you need to intercept something. Um, I, I I don't know if it's there. They can do it. I honestly don't. I think McCaffrey has to have a big game. I think he has to have a a Marshall Falk style game where he gets. I don't want to say two hundred yards total. But I think he, you know, a massive running game would be fantastic for him. I think he gets over 100 yards rushing, and you get another 40 or 50 yards receiving. That opens it up for for everybody. You're gonna have Ayuk open. You're gonna have Kittle open. You're gonna have Samuel open. If McCaffrey's able to run wild, that will that will win it for the Niners. So Samuel is the San Francisco 49ers leading receiver in the postseason. Mm-hmm. He has 113 yards. So I understand that the Chiefs played an extra game. Their best receiver has 150 less than Travis Kelsey and is as 100 less than Rashid Rice. You need their receivers to come up big. Like you need somebody to make a play if you're the 49ers offense that's really going to kind of you know, cast the dagger kind of thing. Like, you know, the, the old Doug Armstrong hit the zombie in the head with the knife and, and, and end it. And yeah, you know, the problem is running McCaffrey. If the running game is the only thing you got and that drags the clock, the chiefs can score fast. Even as bad as their offense has been with the drops, they can still score pretty quick. Can I throw out one quick stat? And Kenny, you and I are kind of on the same page with all of this. If you take all of the attempted throws that Mahomes has made through the playoffs and you basically put it to a percentage of the chance that those throws could be intercepted, it's less than 0.4%. So, yes, the wide receivers aren't really uh, catching well at all in the postseason and regular season outside of Travis Kelsey. And even he had a stretch during the regular season where it wasn't great. He's not putting the, he's not making throws in positions where it even gives the opposition a chance to take the ball away. It is funny that you mentioned that because Kelsey actually mentioned that on his podcast on the, on the one touchdown, I'm going to say it was against the bills. Cause that was the game he had too is Jason pointed out, it was like, he threw that ball where only Travis could catch it. Mm-hmm. And if Travis doesn't catch it, it sails out of bounds. Right. So Mahomes is also, uh, completion percentage is 68. Mm-hmm. Purdy's is 61. Um, yeah. I, it, man, if, if they get a Patrick Mahomes performance, if he does what he's been doing, I don't really see the 49ers being able to compete. 
I agree. I think if he does what he's been doing at uh, really at any level, I I don't think the 49ers have a chance in this game. I think they have to completely rattle Mahomes to have an opportunity to win this football game. It's almost like he's playing angry. It's like he he's coming out for revenge for not even really being talked about for MVP. And I arguably Lamar should be the MVP this year. Yeah. I, I yeah. totally agree with that. But he's not getting any sort of any accolades whatsoever about, oh, yeah, Mahomes, you know, you think of that team, Mahomes really carries that team into the playoffs. I mean, truthfully, he does. That offense without him and Kelsey is hot garbage. So to not be talked about whatsoever about being the MVP on a team that is going into the Super Bowl, and I know the MVP is voted on for the regular season, but you got to imagine that he's he's coming out angry to be able to to play the way he is because some of the throws he makes are they're only throws that Mahomes can make. That's for sure. I mean, what I think that is though, is we're start, we're not there yet, but we're starting to approach the Tom Brady syndrome where he's won it so many times that they're going to start looking at other people and not mentioning him specifically. So he does not win it again. I guess it, less Tom Brady, more LeBron James, where he doesn't get MVP votes specific, specifically, excuse me, because of who he is. He's not there yet. I'm not. He's expected that. to do what he does. Correct. He's he's been so good for what is it six years now that we expect yeah. him at this level. And when he's not, we're we're shocked and appalled. But we're not shocked whenever he goes out and and you know like that stat that I read early. That's I haven't seen that anywhere. That we should be talking about that on every sports center on every show. Like that's an incredible stat. I think we're approaching that level with him. I, I think Mahomes' biggest issue, well, there's two. Um, they're overexposed, right? Like mm-hmm. he's on every other commercial. If you watch an NFL game, um, people think his family sucks. His brother definitely sucks. I, I whatever. Well, you can start arguing for a couple other people on that list too. I mean. <laughs> I wasn't even going to touch the stuff his dad does. Um, you know, his wife's just annoying. It's okay. They, they, whatever. Um, but there is definitely that syndrome of like, it's, it's no different than the, the Taylor Swift stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they, they show them all the time. They show Brittany and Mahomes all the No, they don't. No, they don't. You seek it out. Right. You, you get angry by it, so you go out there and seek it out. Again, I'm not talking about Jackson Mahomes. I think he's a piece of garbage. But, yeah, I I get it. I, I get the thing, and I just don't want sports fans outside of Kansas City or if you're not a Chiefs fan to do the, kind of the same thing they did with Tom Brady, right? I'm going to hate this guy. This guy is terrible. He's not He's not the greatest of all time. Burr, 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 burr. And then he goes to Tampa and does the same thing, and you go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he is really good. Oh, he's got a personality outside of New England because that organization was so buttoned up. You know, I, we got to appreciate what we got. While we but I think – and that's – that's the exact point is you got to appreciate what you have. I hate the Patriots as much as anybody else, but I hate the Patriots because of what the Patriots did to the Rams. The Rams should have been two-time Super Bowl champions, and the Rams would not be in L.A. right now if they would have won that second Super Bowl. 100% agree. 100% believe that. The Patriots took that away 
with all of the crap they did with videotaping practices. I don't care whether it is fully improved or not. That is absolute bullshit. Even Rams players said that, hey, we ran plays only in that practice, and they knew exactly what was coming. You knew, like, that is Michigan before Michigan. Like, it happens. I, I get it, but that's the bullshit with that franchise. Brady's a great quarterback. Like, he was a great quarterback before. He just, he's one of those guys you just love to hate, but you really watch what he was able to do, and he was able to do it with very minimal talent. I mean, Wes Welker wasn't the greatest wide receiver. He had Gronk. He had Aaron Hernandez for a short period of time. But you look at Mahomes, same deal. He's got Travis Kelsey. Who does who does he have other than that besides a wide receiver? Uh, Brady didn't get uh, Randy Moss until, what, the third Super Bowl, second time they lost to the Giants, right? Um, so I think that – He had Julian Edelman, though. But it's still – it's not like they're good wide receivers. They're not guys that – you know, Wes Welker wasn't that great when he was with uh, was with the Rams. He wasn't fantastic. He it took a quarterback to be able to do it. And you could argue that, you know, Mahomes had Travis or not Travis Kelsey. He had Tyreek Hill, but he's a, you know he's one of those guys that he doesn't have him anymore. He's working with relatively subpar wide receivers. Rasheed Rice may be maybe the next best. And I think truthfully they need to go out and get a wide receiver in the off season, no matter what. Um, but I think part of Mahomes' backlash is because it's a totally different era than it was when you had Brady. And when you had, even with Peyton, like Peyton was a, the, one of the best ever quarterbacks, maybe not as terms of Super Bowls, but you look at what he did to the game, but he wasn't on TV until later in his career. You know, like there weren't as many commercials, you know, even Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a fantastic quarterback for what he did and how he played. And especially for being, you know, mini me out there. But Mahomes catches a lot of shit because you're 100% right. It's the overexposure. You see him in every other commercial. You know, him and Kelsey are in three commercials alone together. You know, like um, I think that's the part that drives people nuts is that they're constantly seeing him and they're not taking him for what he is. I mean, he's a great quarterback. And honestly, he has a pretty decent personality too. Um, he's just, he gets so thrown out there and I don't want to say shoved down your throat because that sounds kind of weird. Um, but I mean, that's, that's what happens. He's, he's a fantastic quarterback. The throws that he makes are absolutely incredible. There are throws that nobody else can make that he can hit. Let's talk about the inverse then, because we've kind of waxed poetic a, a bit about the Chiefs and about Mahomes. What about Brock Purdy? What Before I kind of like pose the question to you guys, like what this does for his legacy or what will this mean, he will become the eighth quarterback to start in the Super Bowl in his first or second NFL season. Do you guys, can you guess any of the other seven from that list? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Tom Brady. Mm, no. Start the Super oh, yeah, Bowl in his first or second Brady. season? Brady did yeah. Start, yeah, in his second he season. He was second. Yeah, yeah 2001. Uh, did Mahomes go to the Super Bowl his second year? No, because that no, was third his year. third year. Third year. Uh, there's got to be some old names in there. I was going to say, how many how many old guys are we talking about? So we're talking one, two, two guys before 2000. 
Starbuck. Only two guys before two thousand. Guys before two thousand. You got. I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of the quarterbacks in in the olden days would would sit for a couple of years. Before yeah. Their shot. Did Namath? No. Who are the two old ones? Let's knock those out. I'll give you. I'll give you the two old ones, and one of them you're going to hate yourself. Uh, one is Dan Marino, 1984, and then the other is Kurt Warner in 1999. Well, Warner's not old. I said Warner. Marino, I didn't expect. I, he went his rookie year, didn't he? Yeah. So that's four. So we'll give you the Roethlisberger. Other ones. Roethlisberger. Matt Ryan. No. Russell Wilson. Yep. So that's six. God, who's the other one? It wasn't Eli. Eli wasn't Wait, until later. Hold on. Who do we have? Okay, so you have Marino, Warner, Brady, Roethlisberger, Wilson. So you're actually missing two. Yeah, you're missing two. Let me let me know. I'll tell you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get... Does Nick Foles count? No, he does not. I don't think you're going to get at least one of them. So, And both of these happened... Jared Goff would be one, right? Ooh, Goff would be close. No, Goff would have been his... Golf would have been his third year, I think. Correct, yeah. So one of them was fairly recently within the last three to four years. The other one was was about mm, 12 years ago. Okay, hold on. Three to four years ago, let's see here. Last year, wouldn't have been last year because Jalen Hurts. Wait, did Cam? Hell Cam no. with this? No, no. His was his was year three or four too. Have I stumped the panel? Hold on. I, I think I might have stumped the panel. I'm trying to think of who the Super Bowl quarterbacks. I'm out. Hold What's on. Out? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did they win? I don't... Oh, that's a good question. I don't think so. But I could be wrong. I know one of them did not. All right, Kenny, you got to tap. <laughs> we have to pay the bills. We need to run some commercials. Uh, tap. <laughs> All right, so we have Joe Burrow. Oh damn it! And then the last one you, I knew that I I knew for a fact you were not going to get is Colin Kaepernick in uh, twenty twelve. Kaepernick was in his second year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hmm. all of that, all of that to to kind of beg the question is where if Brock Brock Purdy that's just playing in the Super Bowl in your second season, where does that rank him? I don't I don't want to have like the conversation like oh where is he the you know. The, the best prospect or whatever for the next 15 years. I don't really want to have that conversation, but if, will you take him more seriously as like a not such a system quarterback if he can actually win this thing? I don't – I think – I think him winning does – I think him winning does nothing for the system talk because he's still in the system. I mean, let's face it. Honestly, I think him losing does more does more positive or negative than him winning. If that makes sense. If he wins, it's going to be like, "Oh, cool. They won. The system worked and he did what he was supposed to do." 
if he loses, the talk is, well, he was Mr. Irrelevant and he's never going to win a Super Bowl, which is a stupid conversation. I mean, the dude had 4,200 yards, almost 4,300 yards passing and 31 touchdowns. He had a three to one touchdown interception ratio. I, he's not a terrible quarterback. He no. definitely fits the system. Don't get me wrong. But I think that if he has continued success, I don't, no matter what happens, I don't think it does anything for him. I think it's just him continuing on what he's doing. I would think of this in two ways. Would I draft Brock Purdy in a fantasy league? And I know that's probably not the right way to look at it. I don't think that changes my opinion. He's not on my radar. I would also argue that if Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch had the opportunity to trade for a Justin Herbert or name any other quarterback that would be ranked from about 7 to 13 in any of the polls, they would absolutely take it. And again, that's not to say anything about Brock Purdy. I think his story is great. He wins a Super Bowl. Guess what? It's on Disney movie. Like it is um, poetic justice, right? But I, I think the 49ers would move on from him if they had the opportunity for a Justin Herbert. Here's here's the way I think of it. I think of it as would, would we have faith in Brock Purdy winning this Super Bowl if he was in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform? If the role, if they, if they swapped, if if we had a freaky Friday and all of a sudden Mahomes a, woke up and and he's playing for the 49ers? absolutely correct. not. I don't think that we would, and I think that's a a telling argument. I I do think that maybe five years from now we're gonna have egg on our face because I mean who knows who who knows right what what could happen? That's a statement though. I'm willing to have egg on my face though because right. like. Right. What did the 49ers do say? Hey, look, son, you, you want us a Super Bowl. We are going to commit to you. Like, kind of get your P's and Q's in order and and everything. You know, maybe he does something like, I'll give Jake Browning credit. I thought Jake Browning was a great college quarterback. Completely forgot he existed. And then he replaced Joe Burrow. And, it, and his girlfriend was easy on the eyes. Like, that <laughs> dude put in the work. Yeah. And, and he was a serviceable backup. You can easily put in the work and get to that next tier of quarterbacks. So what what makes you think that he's not a a good enough quarterback? In this day and age, truthfully, yes, the quarterback makes a massive difference. But to have a quarterback that's on a rookie deal, and especially a very affordable rookie deal, I'm not trading that deal if I'm getting the same success. I mean, literally, would you guys take – Quarterback A that has 3,134 yards passing and 20 touchdowns, seven interceptions, or quarterback B, 4280, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. We all would take quarterback A or quarterback B. Quarterback A was Justin Herbert. Right. Like, I get it. I, I totally understand. He's not the sexy choice. Neither was Kurt Warner and turned into a hell of a quarterback. Neither was Tom Brady. And turn into a hell of a Tom, Tom Brady is is a hell of a thing to say, but I know I know what you're saying though. Like I, I get it, but like and I think it to your point. If you if you blacked out the name and you just showed the stats, 100. percent Like I I get that. It, it's it's that's a wow factor for me. I guess is probably the easiest way to say it. it I it, guess. It, 
I guess for me too, like Christian McCaffrey is on such a different level as far as running backs go. Like if you took McCaffrey out of that offense, mm-hmm. I don't know what his contract looks like, but let's say he's a free agent af- after Sunday and he goes somewhere else. Do you still trust Brock Purdy? I trust Kyle Shanahan. That's not the question I asked. But I think that makes a massive difference. It, it I does. Don't. You put him, you put him in any other system, and yeah, I probably don't trust Brock Purdy. But I keep him in the Kyle Shanahan system, and I find another running back that I can put in. Hell yeah, I would trust Brock Purdy. I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I know. I understand he's won a lot since he's been in the league, but we haven't really seen him take over a game in the playoffs. He hasn't had that moment yet. Inarguably, they did in the second half. That's that's less on him and more on Dan Campbell. I mean, you still got to score. That is going to be the curse with that game is that he is he's not going to be looked at as if he did anything well. It's going to be looked at Dan Campbell's failure, which you know you're always going to have that as as part of the game. Right, but I don't think that it's the it's the right way to really look at something like that. I mean, obviously we all agree with that, but to be, to say that he still went out and he threw for 267 yards. He had a touchdown. Yeah. He threw a pick that was in the first half, but in the second half, they, they ran the table and they ran the offense that they need to do. I think, I think a lot of people get stuck on the fact of, Oh, well, he's not this top quarterback. He's got to manage a game. You Dan Orlovsky said it, said it last week. As long as he can manage a game, he's there. And he is beyond a game manager. I said this on the podcast. that He can run the ball. like He can make those plays to be able to extend it out. And, yes, he's not the sexy pick. And I'm not saying that he's, you know, this all-world-beating, you know, quarterback and he's the top five in the NFL. No, he's not. But I think he's top ten. You know, they're definitely – that's when I start questioning where he falls into that line. And I think that you get him into a system like he is in Shanahan's and there's a couple other systems you could probably put him into that he would, he would work out just fine. But I I think that's what it comes down to. You know, are you going to trust him? No, but Sean, you heard it first. Adam is going to drop Joe Burrow in our fantasy league. Not happening. I, like I said earlier, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for that moment for him if he goes out on sunday and takes a a winning drive of 70 yards down the field and wins them that game then you know what i i my tune will change my my opinion will change i'm am i hedging my bet a little bit yeah of course i am i'm i'm in a i'm in a wait and see when it comes to brock purdy mood and the other thing that we are waiting to see is your guys's picks because we have an NFL pick'em challenge, we need to crown a champion, boys. And the two crown his ass. The two of you, Kenny and Adam, are tied at the pinnacle. So here's how we're gonna resolve this. I'm gonna have you guys give me an, a score of the game. I'm gonna have you give me the overall score then that you picked, and then also finally the winner, which team you're actually picking. And the reason we're doing this is one, it's suspenseful and it's fun for the podcast, but two, uh, I know who you have picked. I have, I have it sitting right in front of me and I, I'm just curious to see your guys' reactions. 
So who wants to go first? Who wants to give me a score without a winner? Don't name me teams, but who wants to give me a score? I'll go first. All right. So hang on. I got to get up in front of me. So I tried to put a little bit of math into this, factoring in points per game, offense, defense, looking at the over-under, looking at second half, or first half and second half total projections, things like that. My final score with a total points of 50 is 27-23. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I can... (laughs) <laughs> what that means. Kenny, do you want to <laughs> reveal your final score? Yeah, my final score was 21, <laughs> or yeah, 21 27. <laughs> Which is a total of what, 48? 48. And Adam, when Adam said the over <laughs> under was 47 and a half, I, I, I giggled to myself because, wow. And we're going to use those as a potential tiebreaker. Now, now the question is, will the tiebreaker even matter? So, who are you guys picking to win Super Bowl 58? I wish we would have done this like a college football pick. That would have been fantastic. Like, we all had hats in front of us. We should that have. Been great. That's opportunity, <laughs> for sure. I don't have hats of either team. Uh, Kenny, you go first. I did score first. I picked... The Kansas City Chefs. <laughs> That's nice, but who are the chefs? <laughs> I love that they brought back that commercial. <laughs> That's one of my favorite commercials of all time. Uh, it took me a lot of thinking. I've literally have thought about this since we talked about this last week. Uh, I was going back and forth until I sent my text message over to Sean. 27-23, I have the Niners winning. That's, that's right. The score doesn't matter. The points are made up. We're going straight up pick them. Yep. All right. I love it. I All right. So I, I also would like to just say um, Adam got to defend his numbers with a little bit of math. So here we go. Um, the Chiefs averaged 23 and a half points per game in the postseason. So I gave him a little bit of a bump. 27 and a half. That's because the 49ers have given up 26 points per game. Kenny, where did you get the 21 for the 49ers then? Because they're averaging 29. Well, the Chiefs defense has only given up 13.7 points per game. Sure, we can argue that the cold weather game and the Dolphins looked like the characters from Cold Running, Cool Runnings when they landed in Calgary, but I don't care. Um, so I actually took that number and averaged it, um, and it came out to 21. So there is a method in my madness. We do a local pick 'em, and usually that is my tiebreaker. I always take uh, average points scored and just add them up. Um, and I, I would say that was pretty close. I like that. That's good. Yeah. And it's fantastic mathing, Kenny. Yeah. Yes. Right. I think it's going to be interesting. I I don't know who said it the other day on the radio. We all got to remember this Super Bowl is in Las Vegas, right? First ever. What's going to be the crazy shit that happens in this Super Bowl? So the the fun thing about that is the the teams are not staying in Vegas. They're staying something is yeah. it like, like an hour and a half or something outside of the city limits just so yeah. they're not tempted, which is very smart. 
Mm-hmm. Which is good because didn't an NFL player who's there for the week of the Super Bowl festivities already get stabbed or something? What? <laughs> We're gonna I, thought, I don't know. Uh, Kenny, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. This right. is true, unless it's a chlamydia. Right, that should stay with you forever. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, the, the final, uh, before we hit our final thoughts, does anybody have the socials in front of you to read off since Cameron is not here? Did anybody <laughs> take that? No. Do? Fantastic. Okay, we're going to go ahead and just put them on the screen right now. <laughs> How about uh, any uh, final thoughts then, guys, before we get out of here? I got, I got nothing right now. I'm saving it for next week. Nope. Fantastic way to be oh. on your toes, and thank you so much for. Oh, awesome for winter classic news! I was, that's what I was going to say for next week. Healthy Damn scratch it. has got to come out at some point, Adam. We got to get. Oh, yeah, we got to do one soon. Fucking lazy. Yeah, yeah, that'll maybe that'll be our next week. We'll do a we'll do a review of the Super Bowl, and then we'll do a healthy scratch right after. All right. Perfect. You heard it here first, guys. Healthy scratch next week. All right, let's get out of here. Enjoy the Super Bowl on Sunday, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good night. Adios.